The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. It is a numbers game here on VSIN. Happy to be with you Thursday morning. Here in Vegas, I'm Jeff Parles. In for Gil, just changing chairs this week. Gil's back next week. Ben Wilson, we're going the old Bet Center duo. We're going the old Mizzou duo the rest of this week here on the program. And Ben, there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot going on. It's the most newsworthy golf week, probably. Not including when Tiger came back from injury. In what years at this point with everything that's gone on with the I mean, live and whatever, what other golf news over the last decade would have ever outside of anything tiger related would have dominated no, headlines this way. No, I, nothing, 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 nothing. Uh, so the news on that today, by the way, they are underway in Canada for the RBC Canadian open for the PGA tour. They're underway in London for the inaugural live golf tour event. It looked like Peter Uline was leading that tournament uh, across the pond in uh, in London and in the uh, the Canadian side right now, Matthew Fitzpatrick is five under through nine. So a big start for Fitzpatrick that our guy Brady Cannon was on uh, for uh, told us yesterday, told us on long shots. But the big news this morning on the PGA Tour, and we'll get to uh, get to the NBA Finals in a second, and of course we'll have plenty of discussion on that with Will Hill and Robbie Callen later in the show, and then John Legaza joins us next segment to talk some baseball, but. Ben, the PGA Tour doing exactly what we anticipated they would do, and that is suspending all the players taking place in this Live Golf Tournament, uh, including Dustin Johnson, including Sergio Garcia, Kevin Na, to name a few. Taylor Gooch, of course, one of the few players who did not resign from the PGA Tour. The other names had already. But basically, Ben, what the biggest thing that was surprising here was that even if they have sponsor exemptions into said tournaments, they're not going to be allowed to play. Now, keep in mind that this does not impact next week's U.S. Open at the Country Club in Brookline. This, as of now, does not impact any of the other majors. Of course, St. Andrews where the Open Championship is next month. And then, of course, next year's Masters and then the PGA Championship as well. But this comes as no surprise this morning that the PGA tour is doing this. And now this probably will set off. This will set off a very interesting few weeks here because Bryson DeChambeau and Patrick Reed, who neither of them have resigned from the PGA tour. Neither of them have technically taken part in a live golf tour event because neither of them are there this week in London. 
They're expected to be at Pumpkin Ridge at the end of the month in Portland. So it's going to be fascinating, at least from that perspective and from a betting perspective as well, as this live golf tour, at least for the time being, Ben, is going to dilute these non-majors in the PGA Tour. You're exactly right. And I, what's interesting to me, too, is we can sit here and say, oh, well, they can play all the majors, so who really cares? Like, for the, for these guys, it's not, it's not going to matter. But uh, the ripple effect to the, I mean, there's no FedEx Cup points and the mm-hmm. standings, which nobody really cares about cares about to begin with, but that <laughs> look that the players championship now gets altered by this basically golf's fifth major, the tour championship at the end of the year, obviously gets altered by this. But if you're the PGA, like you are essentially banking on the court of public opinion, winning the day for you on your behalf by Pete, by the vast majority of Americans saying, okay, these guys are all so tarnished and so idiotic for taking the Saudi blood money that, that we're just going to all basically force them in, in basically the, again, the court of public opinion to not want to leave or give them any incentive to really leave the PGA Tour. And clearly the PGA Tour was wrong in just assuming that that players would care enough about the, the public response. And for a lot of these players, it was it's, it's pretty obvious to me, Jeff. It's all, sort of like the domino effect where we saw not just Phil, but once we saw a couple other established guys take the jump, it's like, okay, if you really want to if you really want to go down the whole path there, like there, there is an avenue where these guys don't really, they don't really care. They're making a lot of money, obviously, and they're always going to put pressure on the PGA Tour. So, you, as we talked about yesterday, this was clearly a situation where the tour was in a pretty precarious situation. So, this is the only thing they could really do. The issue, though, is they don't really have the jurisdiction or the ability to, for these other majors, say, yeah, you can't play in the Masters, right. you can't play in the U.S. Open. So, there's only so much, only so far they can go. And it now becomes like, all right, well, the players really care about not being able to play in the tour championship or the Ryder cup or like the actual other big events that most, most everybody does actually care. about. I, I would imagine that the Ryder cup is the biggest one, but again, like, like, like we talked about with Brady yesterday, most of the guys that went over here, we're talking about the Ian Poulters of the world. We're talking about the Sergio Garcia's of the world. Those are guys who are now winning on the PGA tour at this point in their career. And, the, again, DJ, even though, again, DJ's almost 40, which, by the way, surprised me yesterday when all the news stories were going on about this. But other than Dustin Johnson and really Taylor Gooch, Taylor Gooch was the one guy that surprised me because he's not 30 yet, seems to be reaching his, reaching his potential on the PGA Tour to go and take the money from the Live, Live Tour as opposed to staying on the PGA Tour was surprising. And, Ben, you brought it up, the one thing that – will impact potentially being able to play in majors is that if the, we don't know this yet, if these events in a live tour don't count towards the world golf rankings and you can't accumulate points, which every other tour, the Asian tour, the European tour, the deep, that's the DP world tour now. And of course, obviously every PGA tour event and uh, corn ferry as well accumulates po- world rankings points. We don't know if they will actually let them accumulate points on this. And that could then Changed the title a little bit, but no surprise. Again, players that are participating in the England, the London tournament of the Live Golf Tour suspended by the PGA Tour. Uh, there was no actual, <laughs> there's no actual length determined in the release this morning. So indefinite tour, 17 players, uh, of course, uh, suspended. Hey, when the last place right finisher now. is getting 120,000, you know, for any of these tournaments, like you knew that it was going to be more than again, just the whole, 
all right, let's just convince the whole public that this is this is totally corrupt and a terrible thing to do. Like the money is just ridiculous. And people were pointing out yesterday because I, I saw some things on the on the Twitter machine suggesting, well, there's no way like the Saudis are going to run out of money. This isn't sustainable. And it's like, that's not how that works, guys. When the when the crowd prints, the family has like 1.4 trillion. Yeah, I think this could last a while. So I think the P, I mean, it was obvious the PGA I, had to do something. I like that. The 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 the, uh, the Saudi royal family is going to run out of money. That's good. That's a good one there. Uh, Novel concept. That's right a, that's there, yeah. that's a that's a that's a, a good one there from the uh, from from the Twitter machine as we know. Uh, NBA Finals, Ben. Last night, game number three. It was honestly kind of went like I think a lot of people expected. Boston looked significantly better in the first half. Golden State with a ridiculous third quarter, covering the third quarter again. And then in the fourth quarter, Boston's defense runs the day. The Celtics win at 116-100. Game goes over. Celtics cover all numbers. Steph Curry played very well last night, 31 points. Clay played well for, for Golden State. The biggest issue, though, We've already seen this once with these teams in the regular season, and I don't think what we saw last night late was was the same as what happened with Marcus Smart, which looked more diving into Curry's leg in the regular season meeting than what we saw last night where I think Al Horford was just going after the ball on one of those hot potato scrums where no one could corral the ball. Horford dove in. Unfortunately, he clipped Curry's leg, his ankle area, and Curry was Curry was 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 limping around the rest of the game. He was limping after the game, according to reports. Now, if Steph Curry is hampered at all in this series, Ben, this series is over because. The Celtics as a unit, and we talked about this the last two days, the Celtics as a unit I think we can say are better than this version of the Warriors. And the reason that Golden State still has, obviously, they have home court, obviously has the chance to win this series is because they have the best player in this series in Steph Curry. And I don't, as much as people want to crown Jason Tatum, Steph Curry is still better than Jason Tatum. And the one alarming thing I will say for Golden State last night Clay Thompson played well last night. That was a legitimate good performance. And they still lose pretty handily in the end. Granted, it doesn't take it doesn't take much to say that Draymond Green was a non-impact last night. And you could argue that Draymond Green had the worst finals performance from someone who played over 35 minutes in a game ever last night. The triple single as we like to call it. We're going to we're going to mint that one, a new one, triple triple single. I mean, last night was uh as uh, some old uh, as some Duke fans would call back in the day, it was almost a full Zubek of playing playing more than 10 minutes and fouling out with less than 5 in any of the main major categories, which is what Green did. 2 points, 4 boards, 3 assists, 2 turnovers, a block, no steals and 6 fouls. It was, it was horrendous. It was almost like Draymond last night cared more about yelling at Scott Foster than he did about winning the game. And look, if Golden State's going to get that from Draymond, they're going to lose this series. And for the Warriors where, Ben, this feels like the last time. This feels like the last dance. The bracket opened up for them in the Western Conference. They get the inexperienced Memphis team in round two. They beat Denver in round one with Jokic and nothing. They get Phoenix to get KO'd by Dallas, who is not a year away 
from being ready. But this is, this is a different animal. They've seen it all in this postseason. And even though, look, you can, you can question the Celtics all you want. The best defensive team in the NBA and a team at every point this postseason, as we showed yesterday, 7-0 off a loss in the postseason, now make it 8-0. And 8-0 against the number this postseason. They have been dominant after losing. And when, you, when, when, you, when you're already down a game, have to make one up. That's going to be a tough task for Golden State to make up. We'll have plenty of conversation on this game throughout the show. Will Hill, Robbie Calland, we'll talk with them later. But coming up now, our guy John Legaza. We're talking plenty of baseball with Johnny. Has a quartet of plays today. We'll have to get to Legaza next. A numbers game. Here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. To download Nevada's premier sports betting app, it is BetMGM Sports. BetMGM is all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted out specials, and plenty more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing wagers from anywhere in the state of Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. You must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. You must, please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. It is a numbers game here on VSIN. By the way, Ben, is uh, has the Cosmos... The Cosmopolitan flipped over to Ben M. Champion with Sportsbook? I believe that is imminent. I know It's in the works. Yes. I know that. I know that MGM's purchase of the Cosmo uh, has uh, already taken effect there. But uh, you're going to have more options there to uh, sign up on the strip with Ben MGM. Next time I go eat at uh, China Poblano, I'll walk over to the Sportsbook and give you a report on that. Time. Okay, there you go. China Poblano, one of the more underrated places in this city. Good, good spot there if you haven't been. Uh, at, at the Cosmopolitan. But now with us, live from uh, li- live from the bleachers at Yankee Stadium, of course, uh, the Mayo Media Network, uh, the uh, Corkscrew, uh, Cork Stats uh, podcast as well. It's our guy, John Legaza, here with us this morning. John, good morning. Uh, always a pleasure to catch up with you. Hi, how are you doing? Thanks so much for having me. What's going on? Oh, you know, it's, uh, it, it's, it, it's, a, it's a fun day. We got plenty of baseball action. And, and John, I just want to dive right in real quick to what we've seen the last week or so in baseball and and definitely 
starting out with, with the fact that your New York Yankees are just, even though they lost last night, are just so much better than the entire field so far this year in every aspect, hitting their bullpen, their starting pitching. And, and John, as a Yankee fan, I, I just have to ask you, are, are there any nerves? Are there any, any nerves of, of this falling apart at any point? Or is this all real to you of, hey, this is the best team in baseball this year? Well, I think it's a it's a little bit of column A, it's a little bit of column B. I generally like to think of myself as a pessimistic Yankee fan. You know, I was big on them when we were booing Rafael Santana before they were any good <laughs> during my lifetime, at least. But that being said, yes, the Yankees are very good. But we have to be realistic. We have seen a, let's say, 10th percentile outcome across the board. On top of that, we have seen a 99th percentile outcome as far as health. And that's the thing that I don't think can continue just because that's not the nature of the game. The injuries will come and it will be the Yankees testing of their depth and their ability to replace those players, whoever they may be, especially on the pitching side. I saw a stat. I think the Yankees are the only team to have every starter make every start. It's been ridiculous. It's not something that's sustainable, but right now they're an absolute buzzsaw. I know I'm not betting against them at all. Something that I do generally do again, I'm a Yankee fan, but that's a good place to make money when they're not, when they're being overrated right now is not one of those times. No, they, they are absolutely a buzzsaw. The only team, Right now in the American League with 40 wins. Let's just make that the only team in baseball with yeah, 40 wins right now. The uh, the Mets, amazingly enough, the second most wins in baseball at 38 and 21. Uh, John, I just uh, before we get into your plays for today, the other AL East thing I got to ask you about is the Red Sox, who uh, got off to this sluggish start this year. Their, their lineup struggled early in the year, but now they have seemingly found it. They've won seven in a row. They've taken advantage of the Angels, as everyone has been taking advantage of the Angels this week. But uh, just looking at the Red Sox, John, as of today, because of them, we have four teams in the American League East that are currently in the playoff picture. And I guess my question is, for the Red Sox, who seem to be the weakest of those four, you think what they're doing right now is sustainable because it kind of looks like what they did all of last year. Man, I'm going to get my bleacher creature pass revoked, talking smack about the Yankees, and I'm about to pump up the Red Sox. Goodness gracious, woe is me. <laughs> but it really is the truth. Again, the Red Sox are good. They were underperforming, but it had to do, again, with pitching and injuries. The same things I mentioned with the Yankees. The Red Sox were on the flip side. Waka is back. He looks really good. Nick Pavetta looks like he you know, underwent a true reclamation project. He looks really good. And now Boston is putting forward the young pitchers that they need to be they were being a bit cute with usage. Guys like Whitlock, guys like Tanner Houck, these guys are excellent and must be pitching as many impactful innings as possible if you wish to compete in a division. Like you mentioned, it's incredibly tough. I think the Red Sox are starting to get it. The bullpen's been a mess. I think that's starting to correct as well. They have Brian Bellow, a superstar prospect, on the horizon. A couple hitting prospects as well. Things are on the uptick for Boston. Will they be able to catch the Yankees? I don't think so. Will they get into the playoffs? Probably. It's going to be a matter of how far that starting pitching will take them once they get there, though. John, uh, they, they play the Angels again. The Angels have lost 14 straight going into tonight, which is, 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 is unfathomable. Let, let, let's just call it what it is. It's unfathomable that that team or any team could lose 14 straight. Just how, how do you handle a team that they played above their heads to begin the season? Sure. But now it's just regressed even past way past the mean now with them in this 14 game win uh, losing streak. 
Wow, this is great. These are my favorite kind of topics because a lot of the crossover from Wall Street that I have in my past really works here. So right off the bat, the angels were terrible. I don't believe in do. I do, I do believe in not trying to catch the falling knife. So I wasn't betting on them when they were terrible. I was looking for a bounce. We saw that briefly. Mike Trout hit a home run, and it was like, I tweeted about this. Here we go. This was the thing that we were waiting for, anything, to turn it around. We know they were too talented to be that bad. His next at bat, he doubled, and I was like, yep, that's what I thought. But he came up limp, and now what I was hoping was going to be a bottom and a bounce looks like we may have another sell-off coming. You just got to get out of the way of the Angels right now. I hate to be like this, but you got to do if you're betting against them, dogpile them. If you're an Angels backer, please pump the brakes until something good happens. Right now, they're in a tailspin, and I don't know when it's going to end. Otani goes tonight against Pavetta. The Angels actually are favored with Otani on the mound, minus yeah. 120. Tonight, John. I, I, John, I will, I will say this uh, uh, as the uh, skeptical Mets fan that I am. I'll be in attendance tomorrow night in Anaheim. That will be the good sign for the Angels that I am in attendance rooting on my Mets. That will be the good <laughs> sign for them uh, tomorrow. Let's get into your picks, John. I want to start uh, because you have a pair of plays in tonight's Baltimore and Kansas yeah. City game. Uh, the the Orioles look, uh, e even though they're probably two years away from realistically competing. The Orioles actually look like a reasonable baseball team, especially at home. But tonight, John, they are on the road at Kansas City, who is just floundering right now. Yeah, there's a couple good points there. One, it is true. Baltimore, in particular, the pitching has, I don't want to say suffered from, but is experiencing or going through splits. Although I have a funny word for Lyles. I have him marked as an environmentalist because Yes, it's a home road split, but for him, it's more of an environmental split. When he's in a pitching environment, he's very good. Remember, more than half of his starts have been against Boston and New York. That's not, it's not what we expected. Baltimore is representative of a professional club. Now that they have added a few pieces, they we knew they had some youth. Rutschman is up, and on the days they pitch, they're very good. Other side, Bubich has been a gas can. 9-3-3 ERA, 2 whip. Over 1,000 OPS allowed, 15% walk rate, 16% bow rate. This is just unpalatable. And how you find yourself on that midnight bus to Tuscaloosa. So I think we got to <laughs> jump on him while we can. And to the flip side of that, Baltimore again, people just marry themselves to narratives and jerseys. Baltimore last seven above 90% zone contact rate as a team. Double-digit bow rate, the things you want to see against a guy like Bubich. And the second place, so I'm looking at Baltimore to win it. I can't believe they're only at minus 110. The Kansas City bullpen, to wrap this one up, has been terrible plus five ERA, near two whip, and 15% walk rate last seven. And then I want to build off that minus 110 with a plus money play. My favorite kind of bets begin with a plus sign. And it's Brian Mountcastle, 950 OPS, last 20 plate appearances against lefties. And the thing we really want to be looking at with these total base props people is ISO. It's isolated slugging. It's a percentage of extra base hits. His is at 250, which means 25%. Hopefully we get one extra base hit in the four at-bats, and there's our over base, you know, one and a half bases. So hopefully Baltimore brings it home with Ryan Mountcastle at the center of it. And I'll see you at the window. I hope <laughs> John, we have about a minute 15 here for your last two plays. Let's take care of that total here. First Nats and Marlins. Hey, Steven Strasburg is back after a long time on the shelf. He goes against Trevor Rogers, but you, uh, you're expecting runs here in this one. 
Yeah, I'm just going over. Rodgers hasn't been good. He's been a disappointment. Strasburg coming off the injury. Remember, last year he had a 15% walk rate. What I'm looking at also now is if we don't get it early, we're going to get it late. Both of these bullpens last 21 innings have a plus 6 ERA, plus 12 battle rate allowed, and more than two home runs per nine. Exactly where we want to be looking in this current environment. And then uh, one more total bases, uh, John. You have the Rockies playing the Giants today, and uh, of course Austin Gomber, a left-handed pitcher, going against the Giants. We're looking at a right-handed batter on an over total basis here. Yeah, this one's going to sound a lot like the first one. Gomber is a gas can feeding up a plus 900 X slug to righties, 370 expected BA, and Longo is killed in lefties. 571 slug, two homers, and that all-important 286 ISO last 30 plate appearances. His total base prop is plus 125. Give me Longo and give me Mountcastle. If we hit one of the two, it's a profitable venture. Absolutely. Of course, John Legaza, everyone. Get him on the tweets at MLB Moving Average. Uh, that's AVG. And, of course, find his great work at the Athletic and the Mayo Media Network. John, always a pleasure. We'll uh, we'll see you again next week. Thanks so much. Absolutely. Always great to talk to John Legaza, everyone. Coming up next, our guy Will Hill. Are the Rangers in trouble? We'll get his thoughts and more next. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to uh, check out the betting splits data. And also, while you're there, take advantage of our summer special at vcin.com slash summer. 39 American dollars will get you everything we do for the next few months because, of course, we're going to be filling you up with the best betting content in the business here at vcin, including Adam Berg's daily best bet email on MLB, GVT on the NBA, Andy McNeil on the Stanley Cup playoffs all the way through the raising of the cup. We'll have preseason coverage for the NFL as well, not to mention continued best bets and premium articles covering golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which includes a daily best bet email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, a live video stream whenever you want it, and much more, the cost is only $39 to be a subscriber through the end of July. That's the 31st of July. VEASAN.com slash summer is where you take advantage of this offer. See, we'll get multiple reads in once, man. By the way, also, welcome welcome to the great people of South Florida as well. If you're a sports better down in South Florida, VEASAN now can be heard on 12.30 a.m. The Gambler in West Palm Beach. You can get all of, all of our shows, including this show, every single day. So it's great to have the audience down in South Florida, West Palm Beach, 1230 The Gambler, now part of the VEASAN family. Very happy to have them, Ben. We know New Yorkers love nothing more than a good old winter trip down to West Palm Beach. Absolutely. It's a great way to bring in Will Hill. You know it. You know it. And our guy, Will Hill, of course, the host of the New York City cast with us right now. Will, uh, pleasure is always good to have you this morning. What's up, Jeff? Thanks for having me on. I mean, you know, Gil and I are friends, so I don't want to comment on the comparisons between you and Wally Pip and Gil. <laughs> so I'm just going to leave that alone. I'm saying you're doing a great job, and we'll move on. Well, well, uh, we we always appreciate the uh, the Pip mentions, but uh, it's it's hard it's hard to de- to dethrone Ruth in the end, uh, more so than Garrick uh, will. But looking at a uh, lo- lo- looking at, at at baseball first, we'll segue into that. Yankees have the best record in the American League. The Mets have the best record in the NL. 
the Mets seemingly have dodged a humongous, humongous potential issue with Alonzo's MRI or CTs and x-rays coming back negative on his hand. Marte hasn't even gone on the IL with his injury. He suffered two days ago as well. The Yankees, like we said, 40, 40 wins already. Will, I know it's early, but we can start smelling it a little bit, right? Start smelling the potential Subway Series here. Yes, but I think it's a little bit of danger time because the Braves are playing better. The Phillies are playing better, but they're too far back, I think, to really worry about them. But that's a tough schedule coming up for the Mets. They have you know, the Angels this weekend. I know they've lost 9 million games in a row, but that's still not an easy weekend, especially with all your injuries and your pitching injuries. Um, and then, you know, it, it's a lot of, uh, you know, Astros, the Brewers, the, I think it's, um, you know, Miami next week who look that they're not a terrible team. They do have a lot of pitching. So, um, and Atlanta starts to get a little bit of an easier schedule here. They play the pirates this weekend. So I could see this tightening up. I, I don't see any sign of DeGrom or Scherzer in the next month. So you just hope, I think this is the goal for the Mets August 1st, have DeGrom back, have Scherzer back and still have like a four or five game lead and, and go on your way. I think this would be the perfect situation for baseball is to have a final four with the Mets, the Dodgers and the Yankees and the Astros for all of their history, for all of uh, the rivalry there. I think that would just be a perfect final four for, uh, for major league baseball. The Mets after the series in, in Anaheim, go Milwaukee, Miami, Houston, Miami, Houston. So there Weird. you go. So, uh, but uh, granted there's only four games mixed in against the Astros because of the unbalanced schedule uh there but and again we'll, we'll and i see. didn't realize yankees and mets only play each other four times yeah, it's two, it's, two game series it's so stupid those so games dumb. are so much fun and those games would be amazing this year the the atmosphere for those games is just incredible those games are, are the most fun games of the summer they used to play them six times all within a, like a two or three week span in the middle of the summer now they play them like august september sometimes and there's only two two game sets it's really just a, a, a Add that to a long list of mistakes by Major League Baseball. It's will, just terrible. Will they play them on a Tuesday, Wednesday in Queens oh. and a Monday, Tuesday in the Bronx? It's lame. Terrible. It's lame. I mean, I'm with you. I mean, we back in the day, it was always it was always the the last week of June and and and, the, and either the week before the All Star break July. or the week after the All Star break. Yeah, they play them Friday to su- Sunday, usually in the Bronx first. I'm with you. I. I at least if you're going to do this, put the four games together and let it be like a true four-game series, kind of like we saw them do when they made the new schedule when they moved Houston over to the American League. Uh, to the ice, though, now, Will. Rangers, Lightning, series tied at two, series back at the Garden tonight. Uh, Will, it really feels like the Rangers missed the opportunity to put the hammer completely down in game three, up a goal going to the third. Now uh, they are rightfully a, a pretty reasonable underdog to pull this series off, even with home ice. Yeah, it's funny. I didn't expect them to win game three. And I think if they lost five, nothing game three, you've been, I would have been fine with it, but to be up two nothing to be up two one in the third, I was thinking sweep. I mean, we're sitting there Sunday afternoon. They're up to nothing. Wow. The Rangers are going to go to the cup final. They're probably going to sweep this or win this in five. And before you know it, it's tied and the lightning get the game winner before uh, we get to an overtime. They just buried the, the Rangers on Tuesday night to even the series. Now, the saving grace for the Rangers, they get five at home, they get seven at home, and they've been a dominant home team. I think they lost that game one to Pittsburgh. Since then, they've won eight in a row. Uh, so home ice is held up in the Rangers games. It's held, held up in this series. So, uh, you know, maybe you get a, a friendlier whistle tonight. You can get some power plays going and get some sort of offense generated because the last four and a half, five periods have really been all lightning. 
But as we've seen in all these series, when you switch the venue, that can change in a hurry. So uh, the Rangers, I, I would call this a must win tonight. I know that phrase gets overused. This is a must win because I can't see them down 3-2 going into Tampa and extending their season in that building. I just can't see it. Uh, I think the Rangers win tonight. I think the Lightning win game six. And I do think we're getting a game seven here. Yeah, I, I, I have no feel for tonight. I, I'm with you because the way that these games, the NHL has kind of gotten the way of the NBA where the home team has had a much better time getting the calls more so than we saw in the past. I mean, Will, this is the first time in over 20 years that we've seen home ice actually hold up through four games in, a com- in the Eastern Conference Final, which, by the way, that stunned me too. But uh, it, it, it has been fascinating to watch this series play out because it looked like those first, really, two games and two periods, it was rust more than anything than Tampa. And as soon as that rust popped off, Will, it's it flipped the way that it has. Yeah, and even in the Carolina series, it held up until Game 7. It held up until it didn't hold up. Um, and it, it's funny, it's kind of the opposite of the first two series. Remember where they're down 3-1 to Pittsburgh and you say, hey, well, you just figure out a way to get to a Game 7. Just get me a Game 7 uh, off home ice, off Shesterkin, and we'll figure out uh, you know, a way to pull that game out. And they did. And same thing against Carolina. You know, you're the inferior team. You're down 2-0. You're down 3-2. The philosophy, you know what, just... Get to a game seven, anything can happen. Now a game seven for the Rangers, I guess now it's not such a bad scenario, but when you're up to nothing, you're not thinking about a game seven. You're thinking close this out in five or six. Uh, but I, I do think we're probably headed towards a game seven, which would be, I think, on Tuesday night because it goes Thursday, Saturday, Tuesday. So, hey, if we're sitting there Tuesday night, Rangers with a chance to go to the cup final in a game seven, that would be a, a lot of drama, a lot of drama and a lot of fun. No, uh, absolutely there. And that would, again, that would be, the third game seven the Rangers will have been in this postseason, of course, yeah. successful against Pittsburgh and Carolina. And uh, now, uh, again, trying to get back to the cup final for the first time since 20, uh, it was 2014 where the Kings beat them in five games. Uh, Kings winning two out of three cups, of course. And that one will, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll continue this after the break, but NBA finals Celtics leading two games to one. Now Curry's health in question after getting uh getting chucked last night uh, on a loose ball by Horford in his leg. I, this feels to me like game-to-game basis, this has been hard, but this is really now heavily tilted to- towards Boston to me. It's going to take a lot for Golden State to make up a game here. It sure is, and uh, any conversation about this series has to just assume Curry's 100% because if he's not 100%, we can just move on to the offseason, the draft next year because 90%, 95% of Curry is not enough. 100% of Curry might not be enough. Uh, I, I made it, you know, this comparison. If you're just choosing sides, playground style, Curry's the first pick, you know, assuming he's healthy. After that, it's a whole lot of Celtics. It's Tatum, it's Brown, it's, I don't know, Horford, Robert Williams, Smart. I, you know, Clay had a nice night last night, but the Warriors just don't have that second guy. Draymond has been a disaster. Uh, Looney got benched in big minutes uh, with, with them trying to downsize. And Poole gives them some offense, but he's just a disaster defensively. Boston just looks younger, bigger, more athletic. They mauled Golden State on the glass last night. It's going to be tough for Golden State to win a game in that building. It, it just is. I think Boston, the energy of that building combined with their size and their athleticism, and they're just so much bigger at every position. Um, I think Boston's going back to Golden State up 3-1, which isn't a death, death sentence for Golden State. They'd have game five at home. If they could find a way to steal game six somehow, you're looking at a game seven in Golden State. But uh, one way or another, I do think Boston is probably uh, holding up the trophy here in the next week or so. Pretty amazing. Boston, uh, again, under 500 in January, drifted uh, as high as 100 to 1, 150 to 1 to win the title. Just 
An amazing story when this is all said and done if the Celtics end up winning the Larry O'Brien later, uh, later this month. Of course, uh, game number four tomorrow night in Boston. Celtics currently favored by four. Total got bet up as well or opened up from what we saw earlier in the series, 215 on that one. Will, stick around. We have baseball for today. We have even an NFL bet from our guy, Will Hill, coming up next here on a numbers game on VSIN. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Turn a loss into a win with the King of Sportsbooks. Place a one-game parlay wager of, a le- of at least four legs on any Major League Baseball game. And if all legs but one of the parlay hit, you'll get a, you'll get your stake back and free bets up to $25. Log into your account or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to take advantage of this offer all season long. Just opt in to the one-game parlay insurance promotion and then a one-game parlay with wager with four legs or more on any Major League Baseball game. If you miss one of your legs, you'll get a free bet back up to $25. MLB trademark used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. And, of course, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Please gamble responsibly. The promotion not available in Nevada, New York, or Washington, D.C. It is a numbers game here on VSIN. I'm Jeff Parles. Ben Wilson is here and still with us, our guy, Will Hill. By the way, Will, I just want to bring this up because I was in I was in New Jersey. I was in Illinois. I was in Pennsylvania uh, last, uh, last week. The one big thing that you have the option there uh, in the East Coast uh, with the multiple new legal jurisdictions there that I would love to see come to Nevada that's really not here in any fashion – in baseball betting, the total bases betting, I, I I seem to have a little bit of success with that. Do you do you bet that at all, Will, or no? 
No, I got to start getting into that. Some of my friends do have uh, some pretty good success with that, like you do. Um, I, you know what I've started to do is the strikeout bets, the over over mm-hmm. on the strikeout bets. I think you can get some good numbers because, look, at the end of the day, I mean, these guys, they got to post numbers for a lot of this stuff. NBA finals, NHL, you know, 18 baseball games, props, CFL, WNBA. It goes on and on. So he can catch a bad line here with some of these strikeouts. I know uh, Josiah Gray was four and a half yesterday, and he, he went over that in like the third inning. So, uh, yeah, th- th- those are fun to bet, and I think he gets some uh, some good value with those. Now, you you said you were what, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania? You're running for offices or something you have to tell no, us? No, 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 no. So so I, uh, fa- I, have family, I have family in New okay. Jersey. We went across into uh, into Pennsylvania to go uh, – to go shop at the uh, at the good old King of Prussia Mall, which is a uh, by the way a ginormous place. I uh, had dinner in Philadelphia, and then uh, I didn't place any any bets in New York because we were running around doing a lot of things, saw family, and then uh, Illinois. Uh, we had a wedding to go to in Illinois, so uh, there you go. Yes, no, I'm not running for office, at least not to my knowledge yet. Who knows? Maybe someone. It is an election year here in Nevada. Anything's possible. I, I went on. We were talking about the NBA. How about the fact that that total almost stayed under? I mean, yeah. that pace was that thing was on pace to hit like 240 at one point, and of course the pre flop I think closed 214, and I had the under, so I just gave up on it. And then I'm looking, I'm, you know, I'm kind of half paying attention because the game's over. The game, another game where hey, four minutes to go and it's a 15 point game. I mean, none of these games with two minutes to go, three minutes to go are ever tight. It's unbelievable. But you look up and it goes over by one basket, pretty much. Just crazy that it even got that close. Well, that an eleven-point fourth quarter for Golden yeah. State will do that uh, again. Uh, the Warriors, uh, the Warriors had their big regular third quarter, and then Boston put the clamps on again. I, it, it, by the way, also, well, I, I said this in the open. That performance from Draymond Green was a, 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 as horrible of a performance as you're ever going to see. And not just the finals game, just in any game from a guy who, again, is going to be going to be in the Hall of Fame when his career is over. Yeah, he's got a lot to say too after the game in the press conference, podcasts after, podcasts before. Yeah, it's uh that was a tough line for him and I agree he'll be in the Hall of Fame. I, I man, I just I, I would probably vote for him. I think they they put way too many guys in the Hall of Fame. I know he's a an, just an incredible, you know, versatile player in terms of what he's meant to the team, but hey, we saw when when Curry and Clay were out and he's their best player, we saw what that looks like to be fair. No, I had no argument for me. Uh it wouldn't wouldn't work that much. <laughs> Wouldn't work that much, and no. it didn't. Uh, while those two guys were hurt, uh, he's a ceiling raiser, ago. not a not a floor raiser. Ceiling raiser, not not a floor raiser. If you got a good that's team, a good way to put it, he can make your team better. But if you have nothing else, he's not going to make your team that much better. Yeah, that's a very good way to put that. Will you're you're 100 percent right. Uh, let's. Uh, you have two plays in baseball. Let's start in the NL East before we work our way west. Uh, Steven Strasburg is back after a very long layoff Ooh. because of multiple, exactly multiple injuries for Strasburg. Rogers goes for the Marlins. You're looking to attack the first five though, in this game. Yeah, this game was, I believe scoreless until extra innings last night with these two teams. I'm going to go under four and a half. The first five Rogers had an unbelievable year last year it was in the mix for, you know, Cy Young rookie of the year. If he could have just pitched a little more, uh, he's been a disaster this year. But I'm going to go back to him. This is more just on pedigree with him and with Strasburg, who, uh, look, we haven't seen in basically three years, but he's actually thrown the ball pretty well here in the minors. Good strikeout numbers, good walk numbers. We know when he's healthy and when he's on, which is uh, hasn't been in a while, he, he's a you know tremendous pitcher. So I'm going to go under four and a half, the first five. And uh, I think I saw the stat yesterday. Strasburg, since that World Series MVP three years ago, has pitched, I think, 26 innings, and he's owed like $160 million Cashing in. from now until 2026. It's incredible. Uh, he, he cashed in for sure. And uh, 
Yeah, and the Nats, the Nats, one of the worst teams in baseball so far this year. At least, at least they still have Juan Soto for now. Will at least for now. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. Is not that... pretty to watch. Not no, pretty to watch at all. No, not not at all. Hey, look, that that's going to be the difference between that's difference between good teams that can win divisions or not. Pounding the Nats, the Mets have done yeah. that so far this year. And then Will doesn't matter that the losing streak is over a Baker's dozen now. You're going to the well with the Angels tonight. Hey, can't lose 15 in a row, right? Uh, I am going to play the Angels here with Otani. Um, you know, he threw a great game against them about six weeks ago. So, hey, you can't lose them all. Uh, I, I think this is a good spot here for the Angels to finally break the losing streak. So I did play the Angels minus 118 or so. Well, as I was saying to John Legaza earlier, the, uh, the you're just looking for anything positive potentially for the Angels. I'll be at Angel Stadium tomorrow night for the Mets and the Angels. I think that's the positive thing to happen for the Angels. Me in person watching a Met game. That that can't possibly go well for the Mets. So that yeah, might be I the mean, spots. Both these teams beat up too between Trout and Marte and Alonzo. Like you said, the Mets dodged worst case scenario with Alonzo and hopefully with Marte. But yeah, that'll be fun. I've never been to uh have you been to that ballpark? I have. Uh one one time. Okay. I actually uh it was the last time I saw Mariano Rivera pitch, actually. So uh, that was that. That was fun. Uh, not not my favorite ballpark. Uh, a little bit a uh, little bit older. Uh, there, I know there's a big uh, money fight going on there in Anaheim, in Orange County right now to uh, renovate that place, and I would say it probably needs it. Will uh, I? I do want to shift to the NFL because you have an NFL bet that uh, you've made recently. And look, uh, in light of the New York Times report, which again phenomenal reporting by the New York Times on Deshaun Watson, and just again, when you think that story doesn't have a bottom, it has already hit the bottom, I should say, it finds another low. And, and Will, at this point, for Cleveland and for the NFL, if they come out and don't suspend Deshaun Watson, at least for this full season, probably maybe even longer, it will be deemed that they were too soft on Watson. And you're, you're looking at a bet in that division because again, Cleveland is still looking looked at as one of the betting favorites right now. And well, you you decided to take a shot on a, on a different team in that division. Yeah, but well, before I get to that, I'm wondering if anyone's going to post a line. Will Deshaun Watson take a snap this year, and what that line would look like? I mean, what's no minus five hundred, minus six hundred? I, I wonder if anyone will post a line. I wonder if there's you know any rules in, in Vegas in terms of the regulations if you're allowed to post that line. But uh, I'm curious if Offshore will post that because that'd be a fascinating market. I don't think he takes a snap this year. I don't think he I plays this year. And you can still get the Ravens. There's some places over two to one to win the division. Remember, they were eight and three last year. Everybody on the team got hurt. Lamar was hurt, sick. The whole secondary got hurt. The backup secondary got hurt. They were just a disaster. But they were eight and three, and they were the one seed, like you know, three quarters of the way into the season. So you can still get them two to one or a little higher to win the division. Pittsburgh's not going to win it without Watson. Cleveland's not going to win it. You could worry about Cincinnati, but Hey, you can really hedge your bet and cover yourself and say, you know what? I'm going to take Cincinnati. Yes. To make the playoffs around even money. And at worst you get your money back. And there's a scenario where the Ravens win the division, the Bengals get a wild card and you hit both your bets. So uh, I think some of these pr prices are just off here with the Browns. You know, you could still get Carolina. That's probably some three and a half out there somewhere. It's down to three. Mostly um, I gave that out plus four, four and a half a couple weeks ago. I just don't see a scenario where Cleveland plays, where uh, Watson plays, and there's just no quarterbacks out there. Could they get Garoppolo and, and compete? Maybe, but are you going to give up more draft assets, more draft capital to get another quarterback after you just traded for Watson? Sounds like the Mayfield bridge is burned. I mean, Jacoby Brissett, I mean, God bless you if he's your quarterback for 17 games. I just don't know 
what Cleveland's going to do, it, it's hard to imagine they screw this up that badly, but it's starting to look possible. Oh, I they, they beyond screwed it up at this point because even with Baker's issues on the field, he's still much better than what you would have in Jacoby Brissett. And it, re, they're reaching a point he's not going to any team team activities this offseason. And, again, I, I – I, I, we should not see Deshaun Watson play this year. If the NFL does this right, we don't see Deshaun Watson again until maybe even 2024. Like there is – Bauer got two full – basically two full years. Why yep. Why shouldn't Watson? I mean, I know it's different sports, but still. And the fact that Bauer got that long with suspension is a factor because NFL doesn't want to look soft on this stuff. So I think it's a great point. 100%. Uh, he's Will Hill. Get him on the tweets and not the Will Hill – Host of the New York City cast. I heard you're going to have a pretty mediocre guest on the show today. Uh, your show, Will. Went through the list. Couldn't find anybody, but we'll come up with somebody, I think. <laughs> so oh, we'll uh, be talking to Will a little bit later on that podcast. Will, pleasure as always. Good luck you on your bets. We'll talk Appreciate to you soon. Uh, we're going back to the NBA next on a numbers game. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.